When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God, it, we're being streamed live. <clears throat> All right. Let's do the intro. Here we go. Oh, that file doesn't work. Great. We'll just do this one then. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. All right. Alex, what are you doing here? Which Alex? Well, Alex Repetti. We're supposed to. Inter- we're interviewing inter- Infinite Spectrum today. You're with Severed Angel. What are you doing here? Oh. <laughs> I'm leading a double life. Are you cheating on yeah. us? A B C. He's cheating on me. <laughs> yeah, but look who with that drummer. My God. Married <laughs> for 16 years. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Uh, well, we welcome. haven't killed each other yet. Yeah, that's no, very no. surprising. Very surprising. Uh, well, welcome, Alex and Alex, to mm. the show. Uh, you're both from Infinite Spectrum. Uh, mm-hmm. And Alex is also the singer for Severed Angel, but uh, we're not here to talk about Severed Angel. We're not we're here, here to, to talk about, about Severed Angel, exactly. Uh, but Alex has been doing Infinite Spectrum for how many years now? Alex has been uh, well. How am I gonna? You're both Alex, so uh, I'm not gonna call you by your, your last names. Sure. All right. Yeah, we're that's fine. Last names. All right. Repetti. How long have, you, have we been doing uh, Infinite Spectrum? Sixteen years. Sixteen years. Wow. Whoa! Did you just say sixteen years? I did. Wow. And it's been both of you, but you've also had other musicians as well, because on this new album, it's just you two and uh, a bunch of singers. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. The band so, has gone through quite a few personnel changes. Yeah. It's been a revolving door. <laughs> <laughs> they've had more Not members quite. than Kiss at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can't uh, be. No. no, not quite. Not quite. No. Uh, so, um, uh, were any of those people like involved at the beginning stages of this new album? Or yeah, very gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so th- this album kind of started before we went on tour with uh, Fate's Warning in 2017, and we were we started writing, um, and then oh, it, it just life, <laughs> you know, like we're dealing right. with five people's schedules and stuff, and things kind of took to a slow start and um yeah no it's just complicated from there uh and we ended up releasing this album there was only two of us left right you know and uh, and some hired guns really yeah that's cool. uh, but but now we're you know we have a full-time singer again yeah i heard that um yeah. so what what was the idea of heck instead of having just finding one singer to do the album that you got you got what eight different singers actually alex you're singing on the album too so uh yeah, so am i <laughs> oh you're singing on too yeah yeah oh really yeah. i see i didn't see that in the in the notes or whatever yeah yeah i'm on shapeshifter really okay uh-huh. all right i have to uh what's what number song is that because i was that by is the... track seven. seven seven okay all right seven. favorite number 
<laughs> Very cool. I, I mm. didn't know. Uh, is, do you sing like uh, often, or is this like the first time you sang on something? Or, or you know, I think it's the first time I sang on something that's being officially released. And it, it's funny because I I started singing before I started playing guitar. Okay. But then once I picked up the guitar, it was just like I'm just going to focus on this. Right. And uh, the singing sort of fell by the wayside. And you know, I'm I'm happy to be finally recording something. You know. Maybe yeah, there'll right. be more of that. Very cool. Yeah, because I guess this is both both of your debuts on Infinite Spectrum albums then, right? Vocal wise? For singing, yeah. yeah. Sure. For singing, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Uh, now, Alex Ripetti, uh, were you a little reluctant of singing on an Infinite Spectrum album because you haven't done it before? Or since you were doing, you know, Seven Angel stuff, did you, you know? Really well, and it? Project S-E-A-R and his solo stuff. That's true. That's um, true. Thank you, Lou. No problem. Uh, was I reluctant? Um, I wouldn't say I was reluctant, although um, the way we found ourselves in the situation where like, I might have to do any or all or some of it was not great. Um, so I wouldn't say I was reluctant for the reason of like not wanting to sing on Infinite Spectrum so much as it was by the time we got to the point where like, all right, well, the album is done, it's recorded. I went ahead and mixed it and produced it. And now we need some vocals. Uh, <laughs> uh, so at that point, I was not reluctant. If anything, I was like um, in the opposite mindset. Like, you know what? I will do whatever it takes to just get this done. You were eager. Because... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was eager, but not for singing reasons, but for um, getting it done reasons. Yeah. And, um, you know, just to, like, add to what Raken was saying, like, the album, other than the vocals, was completely written by, like, April of 2017. Oh, wow. So you have yeah. this, this long time. Sitting on this <laughs> yeah, and it was the, the drums, the guitars, the bass were all recorded like what you hear on the album was already done by like early mid 2018 oh. and then um a whole slew of uh problems occurred <laughs> which uh <laughs> fast forward to 2023 and yeah if you're not at liberty to discuss that we're not going to press you no, we are going to press you. What the oh, fuck God. happened? Did <laughs> <laughs> any of these problems have to do with Wayne? No, I'm not involved with this, Ben. But what happened? <laughs> why is it your fault? <laughs> and why are you no longer hiring SUNY purchase graduates anymore? No, just kidding. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, God. Oh. Are you at liberty to talk about anything that happened? Like, why? Yeah, I know family some. reasons. I yeah, we, we don't want to, like, have you. No, we do. Shut up. Fuck Go off. <laughs> there goes monetization. <laughs> I want the dirt. Go. There's a mon the, the Molly Crew documentaries on Netflix if you want to watch. Well, now Thank we're going to have an infinite spectrum <laughs> documentary. Go. Uh -oh. <laughs> Take well, it away, Tommy I mean, Lee. I mean, Alex Raffetti. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll keep it brief. Um, well, first we wrote the album, but then we had the opportunity to tour with Fate's Warning. So that took priority which How did to that this go, day by the way? i still oh that was awesome with. uh that, that was awesome was wait, wait, great we have a tour recap on uh, on youtube a fun really fun video right. yeah i recorded yes. it with an iphone 6 
or something like that. Seven at the <laughs> time. Yeah. And it's great. You know, wow. the so. beta tape of iPhones. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did the you iPhone get the... five was the best, though, that, that like, you know, they even went it back was. to that design. Yeah, it really was. It was a, like I, I, I rocked it without a case. I, I, how, anyway, many yeah. dates <laughs> how many dates did you play with Fates Warning? Do you remember? Uh, 16. Yeah, that's All pretty. Right. Yeah, it was just yeah. over two weeks. And uh, you guys did a great hometown show as well, from what I heard. Uh, what was that at the wasn't at the knitting factory, was it? No, no, no. That was uh, after the tour. We did like a little thing called what, what do we call that one? Uh, pr uh, Apocalypse Now or something like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> yep, that was it. <laughs> yep. Um, the, the New York was, um, what was the Gramercy? We played Gramercy, Gramercy Theater. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gramercy oh, that's cool. Down. Yeah, because last time I, I seen Symphony X at Gramercy before that, so it was cool to be on the same stage. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Alex, uh, continue there. Oh, well, yeah. So we decided that we were not going to prioritize the album until after the tour, which I still agree with. So the tour finished. We came back and we all decided we'll take like a month off. We were all wiped out. Touring mm -hmm. is very, very exhausting. And um, so we got back into it and I recorded all of my parts. Alex Rakin recorded all of his parts. We got the drummer at the time, Greg Schwab, into the studio. He recorded all of his parts. Um, but then life happened, and uh, there were delays on the other elements. And uh, one thing led to another. Fast forward half a year. This one's unhappy about slow progress. Fast forward another half a year. The other one blames this one, et cetera, et cetera. You know, very typical, typical spinal band, tap uh, type yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 One of them um, got tired of waiting and that, you know, left yep. after that. The other one had like life yeah. issues that were totally unrelated to the band and left. Mm -hmm. um, and um, yeah. So <laughs> and left you two on your own. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, ultimately it ended up being us. And uh, then we brought on Alien Lex, the keyboard player uh, from Shinobi Ninja, great band. Another Alex. Completely different genre. Another <laughs> so Alex. So many Alexes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Should just uh, start a new band so called I'll, the Triple Infinite Alex. Something yeah, like that. Infinite, infinite Alex. We've heard Alex. that. Oh, the Alex. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. So. Um, he, he joined on, and uh, so a lot of the keyboards that are on the album are him. Uh, some are not, just due to the nature of, like, after he laid down some tracks, structures were altered. So a few things are not, but he's the keyboard player on the album for all intents and purposes. And then um, one thing led to another. The drum tracks that were recorded were not able to be used, and so ultimately... Uh, I actually had to program all of the drums from scratch, mm. uh, trying to faithfully follow the original recordings, um, of which I don't have the stems, just the, uh, I have like an MP3 of the oh, drums wow. and that's it. Wow. Um, so I had to listen very carefully and try to get it as close as I could. And um, yeah, so then we found ourselves in the position of a full album complete concept album that was like uh, labored on for years with no vocals. And so we decided to take an opportunity and it was like, you know, a lot of times 
when bands or prog bands, really anyone doing a concept album, they are confronted with the issue that if there are multiple characters, you still only have one singer in a normal band. And so you have a few choices of either you have your lead singer do it and try to just sound like different people, sing things a little bit differently. Um, Dream Theater has done that, for example. Um, or, since we don't have a lead singer at the moment, why don't we do the other option and um, have every character represented by an actual different person? Uh, so we kind of went back to the drawing board and uh, rewrote vocals that were not intended just for one person to sing, uh, but to have a bunch of different voice types. Uh, and uh, it was a really interesting and fun process to pull in six different singers other than Alex Rakin and me. Yeah. Um, and having to get them to fit into the music and work around people's schedules, get them recorded, um, writing for different people's voice types. Because uh, the songs were already recorded and mixed and uh, way too elaborate to just change the key if it didn't fit the singer. Right. right. So we had to like really Tetris a lot of uh, logistics to make it all work. But ultimately, uh, I think it did. And it's a cool prog concept rock opera project that probably would have never been able to turn out the way it did if not for all the crazy circumstances leading up to it yeah yeah it's really good and actually uh in the chat here we have one of the vocalists uh stan our friend stan oh hey stan he's, he's oh, in the chat here cool go he's stan yeah, yeah you know what shout out then to stan for a few reasons uh one stan actually I almost said he's a ghostwriter, but he's not. Uh, he's credited. So um, he actually contributed quite a deal of music writing onto this album with me and Rakin. And um, he's going to probably murder me for saying this publicly, <laughs> but he is one of the singers on the album. Yep. My favorite song. And oh, there you go. See? Stan, I told you, if you're listening, people like your voice. <laughs> well, I, uh, I actually went uh, to his face. I said that his vocals reminded, reminded me of a cross between Jeff Tate of Queensryche and, and Fish from Aurelian. And his response was, you son of a bitch, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sad. And uh, it looks like he messaged us in the chat with a pair of boobs. <laughs> yeah, that's a pair of cleavage. All right. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> Repetti, continue. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, he is one of the singers on the album and but aside from even just vocals, he did a lot of like song instrumental writing as well. He's um, a brilliant composer. He's really? a really, really good writer. We I like working with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's contributed. And, uh, to... I've been on this mm -hmm. show to talk about it before, even. Project mm. Seer. Right. Um that is his writing. So, uh, yeah, we're very, very happy to have him on board and uh, to collaborate with him. Yeah, I, I'd like to add he also contributed to uh, Haunter of the Dark, our previous oh, really? record. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And, that uh, is Ghost. Well, he was with though. you guys pretty much that from the beginning, I, I think, too, right? Like, he he knew you guys from the beginning, I think. Yeah, because he always told me about you guys. For years, yeah, we, yeah. I met him in college and, you know... And, Three of us hung out since the beginning of the band, so you know. Yeah. No, so he's always been that like uh, extra member, hidden in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
don't you just make an official <laughs> yeah. member? Just make him really guitar player, and that's it. Just say you play this. Write something. Because it probably would have took him another Dan, 10 years. You don't like it? Good. It's a good yeah. take. We'll do it. He likes to Dan would shadows. not be caught dead playing prog music. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you don't say. He only owns like how many headless guitars? <laughs> none. Right I now. know you. What? None right now. None right now. Oh, my God. This is a hard times for he's everybody, a, Wayne. A, no, no. He's, he's, a, he's a man of uh, very, very specific taste when it comes to guitars and there is very rarely any guitar that can hold his uh very high standard of uh, <laughs> uh craftsmanship needed uh for more than a few weeks at a time you mean yeah. strandberg's got it yeah aristides failed him so. <laughs> <laughs> aristides failed him uh and so have some other companies so i think he's still trying to find that perfect guitar yeah. So any guitar companies listening, if you think you can do it, maybe uh, reach out. See, Wayne hates my Steinberger, which is why I still keep it. So ugly. <laughs> it's so ugly. Oh, man. <laughs> you should talk. That's the original head- cool. headless guitar. Though. Well, uh, it's, a, it's a Spirit GT Pro. It's, it's, the, it's the Epiphone to the Gibson, but uh, it does the job. <laughs> oh, God. I wish you were headless. Um, so uh, Let's talk about the... Uh, yeah, but I'm not hairless. Yeah, I know. Well, it's better. I get up in the morning and I go to work real quick. You get up in the morning and go to work too, but it's in your house. Um, let's talk about the uh, vocalist. <laughs> Next. Actually, I wanted to go ask ahead. you a question. Yeah, go ahead. The, go ahead, Cole. I wanted to ask a question to the Infinite Alexes. It was a concept album. What's the, uh, what's the concept? And I guess to whoever, which one of you, the lyricists, or maybe both of you, do you guys write out the story first? And then write the music around it, the lyrics, or how do you guys do I think that? I know what the concept is, by the way. And it is a really, really cool concept. I really do enjoy it a lot, especially by the last song, by the end of the album, because it ties everything in. And I really liked it. So go ahead. I want to see you explain it and make sure I'm right. Uh, I guess I'll take this one. Yeah, yeah sure. So uh, we'd be here all night if I gave the full story. But... Um, Basically, the name of the album is Cage, C-A-G-E. So Cage is a building which is depicted on the cover. And um, throughout the entire album, we keep finding ourselves in this building. Uh, And we represent it in a lot of different ways, lyrically, uh, musically, chord progressions, C-A-G-E, musical patterns like arpeggios, melodies, um, vocal harmonies, even uh, key changes throughout songs. We keep getting these patterns of CAG over and over again. Uh, even Morse code. Morse uh, code that we made a rhythm out of. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there are guitar and drum parts that are Morse code spelling out cage and a few other words, uh, alien to be one of them. So um, basically the story, to keep it really brief, is there is a facility cage um, that has a bunch of patients, inmates, people in there that all claim to have had alien encounters of various kinds. And an investigator is called in to figure out the validity of these claims. Uh, and essentially, they want him to disprove them. So he is known for this. This is his career. He's like a paranormal investigator. 
And he comes in and he's like pretty sure that it's all nonsense, but he decides that he's going to take his job seriously and talk to each and every person uh, because just reading their files isn't good enough and um, have interrogations and try to get to the bottom of it and ultimately disprove it. So each song after the first track is his interactions with one of the people and learning their story. And by the end, we discover that it is not fake, it is real. And um, he ends up being caught up in a huge conspiracy theory and gets uh, himself kind of locked away because he figured it out. Very cool, very cool. Do you write the story first and the music around that? How do you work out the, when you do a... We... So all three of our albums now that are concept albums and the way we did it for the first two was we had a story completely plotted out start to finish like storyboarded essentially and uh plotted out okay these are all of the key markers in the story so this is where the songs will shift from this point to this point and then we write the music to go with it for this album it didn't exactly go that way due to the nature of people leaving the band and restructuring things over time. So we had a concept and the music was written to go with it, like I described. But then once we were able to work with eight different singers, we kind of restructured the story a little bit because uh, we were able to kind of expand on things a bit more. Uh, we were able to have like more first person type of uh, encounters rather than third person since we had eight voices to work with. And um, so we ended up kind of redoing and rewriting the lyrics to go to the music that was written to go to the story before it. So it's a little convoluted, but ultimately, yeah, we, we tend to write the story and then the music. All right, cool. Have either of you had alien encounters? They're looking at you right now. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> hate you. I know. Uh, yes, the no. Banter of these guys. Of you? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, every day. <laughs> well, do you know anybody that ever had an alien encounter? Like, where does it come from? Like, just that you know, were you reading something or? I live in Florida. I encountered aliens. Every <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You meant. Whoa. <laughs> uh, go ahead. All right. All right. <laughs> not, not that kind. So um... I still, you know, like I, I came here as a kid and I still have a card that says residential alien. So I guess I'm, I'm, I'm the residential alien here. <laughs> okay. He's the authority on the net. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where does it come from? Well, so infinite spectrums like thing is doing concept albums right. um we've done a few singles but like where we really put our like meat and potatoes is um concept albums like full length like hour plus albums and um so we're always trying to think of like a cool original story that maybe hasn't been done before um our first album was an original story that was kind of medieval and mystical. Um, the second one was pre-written material, H.P. Lovecraft. Mm. And then um, this album, we decided, well, 
we just did the pre-written thing, so let's do an original again. So we figured it would be a cool topic, and then we kind of talked about, um, I kind of remember sitting at the table with you, Raken, and we were just like talking about, okay, like I, I ha- we have this idea that we want to like kind of incorporate some kind of word that we can use like the musical alphabet for mm-hmm. and like make rhythms out of and use chord progression, like the things that I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. And we came up with cage, uh, which seemed good because it's a real word. It's pretty relevant to what the story is about. And mm-hmm. um, itself is a cool chord progression. Yeah. And um, it makes for some cool, like arpeggio movements and, um, Really, it kind of started with that and one arpeggio, which was just like C A G E over and over again, and then flatting the uh, the A and the E. So it kind of like when you go back and forth between those two it's arpeggios, like a pentatonic it pattern. just instantly. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And then you just like change the two of the notes to like flats, and then all of a sudden it has. I, I can demonstrate. <laughs> so it's Whoa, like, okay. yeah, yeah, musical yeah. So, demonstration yeah yeah so you guys hear that yeah so yeah. this is c a g e and then c a flat g flat sorry c a flat g e flat uh, sorry or e flat uh yeah e flat so yeah right, oh, right. yeah that kind of thing so so playing that back and forth it mm-hmm. sounded to me like something you would hear in an alien movie yeah. um and so it just seemed to all kind of fall into place. And then we like went off and like created the whole story about like the inmates and all this stuff. All right. Very cool. Go ahead, Lou. I'll let you talk a little bit. All right. That's enough. Um... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, actually, I, I wanted to say thank you to Alex Rakin because uh, I follow you on Instagram. Oh. And uh, it was because of you that I switched to uh, Dunlop Flow Picks. I yeah, I really enjoyed your videos. Uh, which which one was that that you just held? Was that the um, 1.5? This is the 2.0. I okay, the two. so I got the 2.0 right here. Uh-huh. I also <laughs> yeah. have the nice. uh John Petrucci uh yeah. one. So I started with the Petrucci the one because I, I was played. curious about it. And uh the Petrucci one is nice. It's the same thickness, but this one has grip. So Yeah, I also have the uh the Jazz Pick uh versions of that. But oh, yeah. then I then I decided to uh one up it so i ended up switching to the three which is a little thicker yeah and uh when i was what's that you like the girth you would know anyway um (laughs) and then what ended up happening was i actually switched to the 4.2s now so these are the ones that i use oh you know and i uh i show this to alex and he's like what the hell they make them that big and uh let me me tell you um i i used to use these picks called v picks Mm-hmm. I don't know if oh, you yeah, ever heard of this. That. Yeah. So this guy, Vinny Smith out of California, I think he moved to um, Nashville. But um, he, this was like 10 years ago. And I put these videos on YouTube. I think I, I've taken them down since because I thought I looked terrible. Uh, <laughs> but um, so they are just like this pick, but they're four millimeters thick, just like that. Right. And I, I used to love these picks, but they were made of acrylic. And as oh. I played with them, they wore away right just imagine a piano player's fingers just getting smaller when they played and they 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 forget the distance between the notes and that was like my pick forgetting how deep it is like because like i'm just wearing away these don't wear away 
No, they're phenomenal. And yeah. I just wanted to thank you because uh, since you mentioned those, uh, I feel like my playing has improved. That's and uh, even, you know, just playing itself has improved for me. So that's awesome. You, you know, the one thing I got to say about having thicker picks, because a lot of people, a lot of players play with like thinner picks, you have to put more pressure into a thinner pick, right? Yes. So it like does more work for you. And you mm -hmm. can relax your, your hand more and go faster. So it's great. Exactly. And he said picks, Wayne. <laughs> with a P. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Am I missing something? <laughs> if you can dish it, you can take it. Anyway. <laughs> but uh yeah, and no, I mean I, I really love it. I mean Alex uh was Alex Repetti was uh nice enough to uh let me listen to it and I was completely blown away by it. I mean, the production, the songwriting, um, the different uh vocalists uh getting put in and you know, I'm glad that uh Manny asked the question about what came first, uh, you know, the music or the idea, um, you know, and and right now we're living in a point in time where touring really isn't a viable option for success anymore. I mean, thankfully, you know, social media and constantly creating content. And, you know, I know that there's the video you guys are doing that's in the works that will be coming out. But um, how do you plan on promoting um, Cage? Uh, differently than past releases. Um, I, I guess we'll do a lot more online work. I mean, we're doing primarily online work. You know, the shows will come down the line. But, um, um, well, here's one. <laughs> Here we are, right? Um, speaking about it being, uh, doing live streaming, um, doing um maybe teaching little riffs from it and just just a variety of content you know um it's a lot of different or, or let's say uh merch right so we have a a few well i'll announce it here we have some new merch on our website infiniteinspectrum.net uh and so we're going to be having limited edition merchandise mm -hmm. um that's only going to be available for perhaps a week or cool. so after the release so people can get something that they can't get later um and we'll do that from time to time and yeah we'll probably put out another video after this this one uh, that we're putting out on friday along with the album release very cool it's just you know i mean bands just have to be smarter about uh oh, yeah. you know how they go about it because you know i i just read today that i think um i think death angel and sacred reich just announced a european tour yeah i'm sure that one week before that tour goes off, it's going to get canceled because of logistic issues, you know, and it just seems like, you know, for, for all of us who are music fans and, and, and musicians with the lack of venues and, you know, the lack of support from promoters or, um, you know, even venues, um, bands kind of have to go different routes than what's to be expected. Yeah. You know, we're in the new frontier of bands right now. So, yeah. you know, world, you better not screw it up for us. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh huh. You know, I, I want to add to that. Like, um, I, I have a podcast as well that I haven't published anything to in uh, in a while. Oh, um, no. Thriving Rockstar. That's what's up there. It's kind of. Oh, cool. Yeah, I can't say it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and I talk about entrepreneurship uh, with musicians, uh, among other topics. And uh, 
we're talking about like the different approaches to marketing their music and marketing themselves as musicians. And today you have to be sort of, uh, you know, you have to pl wear a, hat, a lot of hats, you know, and you got to do a lot of different things that we never had to worry about before. Before mm -hmm. it was just like you write, record, tour. And now uh, you, you basically have to run a show and, you know, be like, you know, like, um, you don't have to be a clown, but you you have to like be out there, make TikTok videos and all of these things to try to, you know, get familiarity with people. Yeah. And it's a lot of work. Uh, Repetti knows all about that, right? <laughs> he loves social media. Oh, I love social media. Yeah, I'm all over it. <laughs> Uh, Manny, you got anything? Well, I was just thinking about the social media and TikTok. The problem with those things, the good thing about them is they get you lots of exposure. The bad thing is it's always constantly demanding to be fed new new content. Yeah. And, you know, outside of the band, you probably guys probably have families. You have outside jobs, other interests. So yeah. how do you balance the, uh, the life, your personal life and your creative life, you know? On, on here and you know as far as uh just a balance balancing act that you guys have to do all of you really um i'm the only one here not a musician because uh, <laughs> i was terrible at it but i look good so anyway <laughs> you got the hair <laughs> yeah in all seriousness how do you, do you guys how do you actually even all of you can answer this but you know even my uh rat salad tossers but <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys, the two Alexes, how do you guys uh, balance that out? You know, like you point out, mm -hmm. Alex, I can't even call you Alex R. They're like, both of you have an yeah, R. Yeah. 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 Last name, Repetti and Reagan. Yeah. So, uh, you know, mm -hmm. how, either one of you, how do you guys balance that out? So for me, um, yeah, I have a kid, you know, right. so I, um, I have to drive her in the morning and like, you know, the whole thing is like, either I get up earlier or right when I come back since I teach guitar for a living. So, oh, okay. um, yeah. And, and that's mostly in the later afternoon. Um, so during the day I sort of, you know, prioritize some, um, like I just block time out that like, okay, this is time that I work on bad stuff. And then whatever's priority, like I just make a list and whatever's top priority is what I do at that time. Um, and then, yeah, I segment my life. I compartmentalize it, essentially, because uh, there's that, and I have my own raking brand and all that. You know, it's just it's a lot of things. Yeah, so he, he, like a lot. Yeah. So he he's organized. I just throw shit on the wall. Whatever sticks, that's what I do. Well, that, <laughs> listen, listen, this isn't an ideal <laughs> universe. I'm not always so organized. <laughs> uh, I'm in the same boat. I have a. a four-year-old uh going on five years uh she's going she's going to be five next month oh, and you know congrats. tomorrow she graduates from pre-kindergarten yeah you know and uh who drives her to school daddy who picks her up from school daddy yep. who teaches her at school mommy so you know uh, you know working full-time being a full-time dad and uh being a musician <laughs> not so easy I, I and to Alex Repetti and Wayne, I'm sorry I haven't contributed anything in three weeks. It's just been hectic, but I'll get back on the horn. Don't worry. You're fired. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> you, Alex, Alex Repetti, how do you balance it out? Uh, <laughs> look at him. Just right. look at him. All right. I heard. 
I have two answers. The first answer is just don't sleep. It's easy. No, uh, no, but like the real answer is, um, yeah, no, just don't sleep. No, um, tons of you know, coffee. <laughs> I, I'm mostly kidding. Um, Most. I, I'd be lying if sometimes I like, you know, get up extra early so I can have some time before work or something. But, um, you know, I, I feel like when there's a will, there's a way and you, you find time for the things that you want to. And, um, you know, sometimes you'll have days or weeks go by where it just doesn't come together, but, you know, you just got to keep at it. And, you know, um, I think John Petrucci of Dream Theater talking about practice, which makes but his I living think it really doing this. To, yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. But what he described was just about practice, but I think it's applicable to everything. And he was talking about how. A lot of times people, if they want to sit down and practice for, say, two hours, but then they find they only have 15 minutes that day, they just don't do it. Uh, And the answer is you practice for 15 minutes that day. Um, So I think the same applies to anything. Um, Like, well, I'd like to sit down and, you know, mix the newest Infinite Spectrum or Severed Angel song today. That probably will take x hours whatever it might be but i only have a half hour well i'm going to work on it for a half hour today and then tomorrow i have a half hour less of it that i need to work on so you just have to chip away at stuff and keep at it yeah yeah that makes sense listen i gotta i gotta say shout out to repetti this guy is a workhorse (laughs) he works extremely extremely fast Right yeah, yes, to the point too. that like where it's like you know it lights a fire under your ass like oh man like <laughs> like, like you ready finish that yeah makes the album incredibly fast <laughs> <laughs> and I know when I first met him uh, I sent him my other band CD and he goes it's gonna take a couple days and it was like maybe two three days I think you were done with it right or something like that somewhere around there and I'm like oh my god I, I think I, it was like four days yeah. yeah it was it was very quick I, I'm figuring like a month you know because usually that's what happens you you send it to somebody it's like a month later. And no, a couple of days later, it's all done. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this yeah. guy's he's work. And then the stuff that we send him now for uh, Severed Angel, he's just insane. You know, he just gets stuff done. Yeah, but we need to really promote that. You know, what Alex does with mixing. Yes, Alex, I'm putting Ripetti. I'm putting you over right now. Um, what he does with mixing, um, to me, rivals mm-hmm. stuff that you can hear on a major label. And yeah. he's worth every penny that you know that 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 he charges. Um, you know, we. Somebody recommended to us recently about doing a uh, cover song for Ratsai Review and Friends. Um, recommended this singer out of Germany. So, yeah, it was a Scorpion song, and Wayne hates a Scorpion. So, we were going to do this as a favor. But then, when he heard that he had to pay Alex for his share of the work, he bailed. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> this is how he makes his living. If you can't respect that, fuck off, really. Yeah. So, yeah. and he he charges way less than what he's worth. So, but and the quality of his work <laughs> yes. speaks yeah. for itself. Exactly. Yes. And where can we get that quality, Alex? What's your website so people can go there and? Uh, Wayne Noon is a big moron. Dot com. What? Who said that? Wait, how'd you know? No, um, <laughs> it's it's alexrepetti. Dot com. It's just my name. It can't be any easier than that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. All right, so let's get back to the album quick before we head out of here. Uh, sure. You have all the singers on here, so tell me who who's actually on the album and how did they how did you get in touch with them being on the album? 
Well, let's just go track by track, I guess. Uh, so the opening track is me singing. Uh, plays the, the second track. Yeah, that's my character. Um, the second song is uh, Chris from Tension Rising. Uh, so I'm in a band with him as well. So is Alex Rickin, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. even though uh, Tension Rising uh, is on hiatus at the moment, uh, he found time to record the song for us, which was awesome. Because uh, he, he doesn't have it very easy right now. And... Um, so he tracked that for us, which was awesome. I was really glad to be able to use his voice for one of the characters. Um, he has, He's what I consider to be a really unique voice in metal because he's like a low baritone. Like a uh, bass. Usually metal singers. Yeah, he's like really, really yeah, he's a bass. I actually, I, mean, I stand like, corrected. He, he's not a baritone. Even when he speaks, he sounds like, you know that uh, meme, uh, Miley, my, <laughs> Miley Cyrus video? Yeah, that, that that that's going around where she's like this. Who do they compare he, her he to again? Like I forgot. This, you know, he has like such a low voice. <laughs> he he talks in the register that most people have to go to fry for, but that's his regular voice, and so it's uh-huh. really cool and unique. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was fun, and then uh, let's see. Track three is Sarah from Mind Maze, which was really cool to get her involved. Uh, they're a really awesome power metal band uh, that we have played uh, shows with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, they opened on one of the tour dates, right, Alex? Yeah, uh, yeah I think at uh, uh, Sellersville, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So we, we met them there, and um, we always kind of just remembered, like, oh, she has a really cool voice. Yeah. And they were cool people. Yeah. And uh, when we realized that um, there were some female characters, we definitely wanted her to be one of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, the next track, track four. So track four is a guy named Billy Douglas. Uh, he's not, as far as I know, from any like specific bands, but he's he's a vocalist for hire. So if you end up hearing track four on our album and liking that voice and think that... Um, he can help you look up Billy Douglas vocalist. And uh, he just, he does session work. Uh, that's his thing. He's we phenomenal. Actually, he can do any genre. Our video coming out Friday. That's features, the song. Features yes. him. Yeah, that's, that's the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, let's see. Track five is our uh, very infamous here at Rat Salad Review and Severed Angel Infinite Spectrum Camps is uh, Stan. Uh, who uh, I'm not going to say his last name because he wants to be partially anonymous. I'm um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Then track six is Will Shaw, who, when he sang that track, uh, he was just you know hired to do that one song. But then he ended up loving working with us and vice versa. And we're very, very happy and lucky and excited to have him on board as our full-time singer. Congratulations. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Cool. He's he's absolutely incredible. Um, Great dude, too. I have a pretty high range, as you guys know from Severed Angel. He's like a solid octave above me. Yeah, he's, he's got a good voice. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. He has a good voice and his range. Powerful. He can go lower than I can and higher than I can. He's just one of these, like, Chris Cornell, freak of nature, amazing talent people yeah. I, to be honest um, i haven't met that many male singers who can hit chris cornell 
style vocals. It is not easy. Uh, anytime yeah. I've done a Soundgarden stage on uh, a Soundgarden song on stage, it's always been a woman singing it. Yeah, I mean, he takes like mm -hmm. early James Labrie stuff and just totally nails it. You know, no problem. Yes. So yes. you know, like, it's funny because I've been listening, uh, just on on Will. I've been listening to him sing since like 2008, like early YouTube. He was doing uh -huh. covers of like mm -hmm. Symphony X and Dream Theater and Queensrÿche and stuff, and like. I used to like just listen to him. I'd be like, "Oh, it's, it's so, be so awesome to have him in the band." And this was like, I was just thinking of, of this like early, early on, right? And it wasn't until like when we were on tour that uh, the band that he was in at the time um, basically opened up for us. Actually, in that video, that tour recap we have on YouTube on our YouTube channel, um, oh, yeah. it has him singing in the background and like when we're eating backstage at Mexicali in New Jersey, <laughs> right? Really? You can hear him going, uh, you know, on a long high note. I'm like, do you hear that? Right. <laughs> you, you see, and I put in yeah. a kid, like, like we'll show at the bottom and, and lo and behold, now he's in the band. So foreshadowing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you really never know who you network with and meet how they're going to yeah. play into your life later yeah exactly. it's funny at that show i i i uh, spoke to him i'm like oh man you were awesome tonight you know if i've been following you at that point for like 10 years or whatever yeah. uh nine ten years and uh and then it was just three of us uh speaking it was me him and the um the ba bass player of symphony x oh yeah. uh, michael mike Lepond. michael yeah Lepond. yeah lapon was there yeah, yeah so i think he played bass with that band actually so yeah yeah cool so yeah um keep going alex uh the next track is uh this mr. guy alex right rakin here. uh mr alex rakin <laughs> uh his uh lead singing de debut uh, -huh. uh which i have to say sounds pretty fucking cool thank yeah, you yeah, um not bad, not bad for a right. debut not bad right and um let's see after that track eight is gail bork who uh oh we don't know her uh, <laughs> she's cheating so, on us too yeah. <laughs> who, who is phenomenal Bork, who yeah. yes uh great. she's incredible she's my uh, better half and um i get i'm lucky enough to hear her voice every day and um She's the lead singer of Plant Based Metal, and she is a guest singer on some Severed Angel tracks. And she she gets to sing like a full lead vocal character on the album, which is very cool. Epic song. Um, very epic song. Yeah. yeah. Um, then let's see. The next track is an instrumental, so there's no there's no characters there. And then the last track is me again, wrapping up the story. Yeah, you again. And I, I messaged you earlier on how much I, actually that's my favorite song on the whole album, and mm. I, I, I love that the way you did the vocals on that. It's just uh, it just blew my mind. I told you that now you are one of my favorite singers. That's Oof. awesome. <laughs> um, there's one last question I'd like to ask. Uh, back when Infinite Spectrum was touring with Fate's Warning, you did have a, a female keyboardist, mm. if I recall correctly. Um, yeah, I, I guess she was. Uh, no disrespect meant to her, but was she meant to be a permanent member or was she a hired gun just for that tour? That's a good question. Uh, so she was a full-time band member for a couple of years. She did the tour. She actually did 
all but one show that Infinite Spectrum has ever played with us. So she was very much a, a key band member. However, she was never on any of the recorded material, just the way it worked out. Yeah. We would have loved to have right her record, after, but... Right. She joined right after we were already finished with the process of keyboards and you signed on to the band. Uh, but, you know, things were taking a long time with uh, this this album and she had other things she was working on. So uh, she decided to part ways. So. But yeah. Fair enough. We wish her the best. Yes, we wish her the best. Right. Manny, got anything else? No, no. I just, uh, uh, yesterday was the first time I heard your music. I enjoyed it. Um, I have to listen to it a few more times to take it in. I, I'm just that way with music unless it's like ACDC. But I did enjoy what what you guys did i thought it was really great i didn't catch the concept so i'm glad that uh, you you spoke about it because i was listening to it on a musical level i wasn't i wasn't yeah. listening to lyrics i was listening yeah. to have the sound of the voice more than what it was saying if that makes sense you know or voice totally does. Yeah. yeah and by the way um i have to agree with what lou said uh for an indie actually not even indie it's great great production on there very if if you guys didn't tell me if Wayne, if I didn't know that you guys did this on your own, that was an indie label, I would have thought there was a lot more money behind it. That's how good it sounds. And you can ask these guys if I didn't think it sounded good, I wouldn't say anything. You know. Yeah. One yeah. thing we try to do on the show is be objective. So yeah. And like, I don't know either. You personally, you know, like the other two gentlemen do. So I really, the production really stood out. So. You know, that cheap German guy missed out. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, uh, and and I know we share Alex as a bandmate, uh, Alex Reagan, but, you know, Cal Wayne and I as Infinite Spectrum fans, I mean, you guys are awesome. And we really wish your band a lot of success because I think of all the prog bands out there, you guys should be on the periphery level. So and yeah. that, and I love periphery, so. Uh, thank you. <laughs> you had to work that thank in there. You. Thank you. Thank of course, I had to work that in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, l- listen, honestly, I would say uh, <clears throat> that uh, Rapetti's uh, production quality is up there with Nolly's. So, you know, so. Uh, <laughs> ah, think- see, Wayne, I'm not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's awesome. Thank you. So, yep, like Lou said, we wish, we wish you all the luck in the world, and uh, especially with this new album. And even the, when the next one ever happens with the new singer too, I can't wait to hear what that's going to sound like. And uh, we already so. have ideas. You're already, so. All right, cool. Yeah. And then the ultimate collaboration: infinite severity. <laughs> all right, man, that is, that needs work. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where where can people go to uh, find infinite spectrum? So we you can visit our website. Uh, a lot of our music can be streamed there. Uh, InfiniteSpectrum.net. Um, you could also visit Alex's uh, Alex Rapetti's website for his uh, mixing services. Uh, that's uh, alexrapetti.com. And uh, if you go to alexrakin.com, I could teach you guitar. Oh. Um, yep. Um, and also, just uh, you know, our album's coming out this Friday, mm-hmm. 16th, and we have a new video dropping. So um, the video link to, uh, well, if you go to our facebook page 
um, or you go to our YouTube channel, you'll see uh, that we have a, a premiere link. So you can open that up, keep it open, and get in line and wait for that premiere. It'll drop uh, when? At noon? Alex? At noon on Friday. Noon uh, on Eastern Friday. Time. Yeah. Now, yeah. what what's this video? Because the other video is kind of like an AI type thing. Is this like a kind of similar thing, or what's this video? About? This is this one's different. This is oh. this one's a lyric video. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it's drawn. Really? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah, it's it's it's, it's fun working on as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that AI video was was very fun working on. Uh, you, so w when we made the uh, the video for the first song that we released, the uh, uh, Unfamiliar Place, uh, we had someone, we worked with someone to generate the content, uh, the content via mm -hmm. AI. Um, but you know, AI is not at that point where it can just make the whole video, right? It yeah, just kind yeah, of yeah. generates some kind of content. And then so I took that and uh, I have a little bit of video editing uh, experience from YouTube and such and put it together and, uh, and that's how that came about. Yeah, yeah, it looks cool. Did a good job. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I made two AI videos and, and yeah, I, I did see what it would do. Like, just just make your own thing, right? right? So then, you know, it starts off cool. Then all of a sudden it starts going like, to, like if you got like a wall or something in the video, it goes towards that wall and it just keeps going towards that wall. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's nothing. why you got to like it. I mean, and then it ends up doing like the old Scooby-Doo thing where you see limbs missing and things yeah, like that. Yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. It's not perfected just yet. It's not perfect. So not what not I had to do, because like, it, you know, I take, took these like longer sequences of like, you know, AI video and uh, cut them up to like, oh, okay, I like this point and I like this point. I might have yeah. to reverse it. I might have to like slow it down or speed it up and time it with the parts of the song and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool tool to, uh, tool to make videos with. I mean, it's yeah. a lot uh, a lot easier. Yeah. If Nucle you want something quick, it works really good. Nuclear Blast just released an AI video for Typo Negative's Halloween in Heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny how they made the AI made the... Uh, <laughs> The, the the musicians mentioned in the songs yeah. in the song lyrics look i mean i'm sorry dimebag Dyer looked like squidward from spongebob squarepants i'm like it's not dimebag <laughs> some of those videos are terrifying yeah. you guys seen just, that one where the, the the rock is eating rocks <laughs> no. uh, i gotta see <laughs> that search that one up but i, I, I was just died when i see that i was just waiting for dimebag to say get your pull oh, on man. spongebob and yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> funny uh and, and what's your podcast plug that again too oh thriving rockstar thriving you can find rockstar. that on all the platforms yeah yeah very cool yeah. and uh what's your favorite nintendo 64 game goldeneye no no what, yeah. what were you hoping or you, for? you were you were hoping for super mario 64 or something no Castlevania? zelda uh, zelda okay, yes ocarina, ocarina of time. time okay no okay. ocarina oh, of time was one, was one of my favorites it's a close second i just have like okay. these intimate moments with Goldeneye where like like me and like three other friends were like playing you know like because it used to be four player and yeah. you know playing odd job and no one can shoot you because you're like small person you know mm. are you boning <laughs> famgate jansen in it like grand theft auto <laughs> Cause she was hot. Yeah. Did you try? They uh they reissued that for the Switch. Did you try it? Oh no no oh, I, didn't, I, I didn't play the the, the uh, controls are so messed up. It's it's not oh, the yeah. same. Yeah I know I that N sixty four controllers very yeah. unique. You know like yep. I got it sitting right there. Oh yeah, yeah nice. Don't start playing now, Wayne. I am. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Nintendo sixty four. 
Old school. Oh, wow. Wow. That brings back a lot of memories, right? Yeah. You ever thought we'd get to the point we'd call that old school gaming? No. It's funny. It's crazy, man. It really is. But I love video games. So it's interesting. Very wow. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys very much for coming on the show. Had a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the album Cage. What are you looking at, Lou? Uh, Stan responded, intimate moments, he says. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> but he also says, Repetti deserves sainthood for his patience alone. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> He's a saint. Yeah, you have a Stan named know. Stan, Alex. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> the tea's gone cold. I'm wondering. What said that? <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. Yeah, no problem. Thank and you for uh, us. yeah, good luck with the album. Thank you. Everybody, Thank please you. go out there and go check the album out. Go buy it. Is this going to be a CD out or a record or anything or just going to be on Any physical media? first? And uh, maybe with time, we'll release some like physical, but um, but definitely digital immediately streaming all, all the right. platforms. All right. And you can find it on Bandcamp as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to support us, that that's downloaded on Bandcamp. That'd be nice. all right. mm. Sounds great. All right, everybody go. And what is the Bandcamp? Is it infinitespectrum.bandcamp.com? Is it that easy? Yeah. Just search us on there. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. All, all right, everybody. Go buy that album right now and do us a favor. Hit the subscribe button. We're up to 978 subscribers as we're ooh, doing a show right now. We're 22 awesome. away from monetization, you bastards. Yeah, Have so a heart. Uh, Hit that subscribe button, you sons of bitches. And, I'm uh, about to go Chris Farley on all of you. Let the boys have their monetization. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We'll see you guys next week. Until then. Cheers. Adios. Demonic. Yeah. <laughs>